Welcome to another episode of Behind the Bar podcast brought to you by the lovely coaches and clients of RT Fitness Sunderland, Durham and of course the Barbell Club. So before today's episode I'd just like to say that we are taking on our 2023 clients starting Monday January 9th. Um, we're taking £50 deposits now to get you started so get your name down for those the link is in the description below, so click through to that. There'll be a few questionnaires and a question form, and then book your call in with Sarah. We'll get that call booked in, take the deposit, and then that's your space secured to start January. So on today's episode, we have our Durham coach, Tommy. Um, he started with us right early in this year. Um, he has taken some clients from strength to strength, um, some of them have been on the shred and have had absolutely insane results. Proper top bloke, um, really glad that he's joined us here in the Durham facility. So here's his story, enjoy. We on? Read Tommy. Who is Tommy? Oh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, your, um, what's your life like, say outside of fitness then? Um. Husband? Aye. Yeah. I'm a husband. I've got three kids. I obviously work here. Yeah. And uh, I'm a competitive powerlifter previously. Right. I haven't done it that much this year because I've just been that busy with work and that. But uh -huh. <laughs> I'm hoping to get back to it next year anyway. Right. What, um, how? Well, yeah, I've started, I've started trying to put some weight back on now. Right. So that's going to be till January. I'm just going to just get into the in it getting stronger again all year. Are you? Aye. So back to the lower rep stuff? Aye. Right. Yeah. What um what weight division are you gonna go for then? I I've always done eighty two and a half before. Okay. And I'm still I'm still under eighty two and a half now but Oh you're under aye, now, I'm okay. Still, I'm right. still under. But I may, I, I wouldn't worry that much about your weight division. I'm just gonna get as big and strong as possible. And then right. whatever weight division I match up to at the time is fine. Will it be like a local thing or...? Yeah, I'll probably just do the one, a concert again. Or like the Spartans uh, one, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is them like the in-house ones? No, it's, it's not in-house, it's a, you'd say an open competition. Right, so, okay. So there's like people from all over the country and to come to do it. Right. So what's your favourite lift out of the three then? Deadlift. Oh, will you be, do will you be doing the three lifts yeah, on the yeah, same yeah. day? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, squat, bench and deadlift, yeah. I prefer, probably favourite's deadlift, like. Right. Conventional uh, or sumo? Conventional. Oh, you can, can you? Oh, you can do you sumo. You can do sumo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not one of them people that's against sumo though. Right. But okay. I, I've just never done it. I, I've, right. ne I've never even tried it. I, I, I learned conventional, and yeah. I just always lifted conventional. So we'll have to uh, have a little sumo. I keep meaning it and have a go at it. To be honest, I think my levers would suit it because I've got like quite long legs and arms. So right. I could probably get good leverage I have on it. Fucking short legs and arms, and it suits me. Yeah, is it? <laughs> I, I think like I added ten kilos to it. Um, Doing in the first year. Aye. Why did you want to be a coach? Um, I think just, I just like, when I was at training at Spartan, and like just the way that when I went there, it was the first time I'd ever been coached. Like I'd always trained for years and years, but I'd never been coached before. And like, the, like just how much I came on from starting there, right. like it was just like unreal. And I just like, I just got a lot more passionate about it. And I just thought I would love to do that like all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just didn't really like my job either, and right. I thought it was a good idea. So 
That was just it. Just went for it, aye. Yeah. Just went for it. Sound. Um, what do you see as the most unique or special about being a coach? I think it's like you get to share other people's achievements. Do you right. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I'm quite, I'm quite competitive as a person, and I, like, I love achieving things. And I feel right. like you kind of get to do that as well through other people as well as yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, which is which is good. Right. So, so like when you see um, your clients complete the shred. Aye. I, lo I, I love to see them get through the shred. That's a, yeah. good, that's a good feeling. Because they do find it hard sometimes and that, and it's good to see, the, see them like, get the mental grit and dig in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on like, our competitions and that, when you see them like, really, really going through it and seeing yeah, yeah. what they're actually capable of, it's just, it's just good. It's, it it, I just feel like it's just good every day because like, like, whenever you tell somebody what they're on, or what weight they're on for the day, they're always like, oh, I kind of do that, and then I like, just watching them do it anyway. Yeah. I just think it's kind of rewarding. Who's like, who, which one? You can name these ones. Who's like that? Emily's one of Emily's them. Emily's definitely one she of them. She did well, bench last night, didn't Aye. she? A lot of them, a lot of them are like that. I'm just trying to think now. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are like that, where they're like, oh, nah, I kind of do it. Especially, probably the lasses are more like that. Right, okay. But I think men have always got a bit more ego on the nerve. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. definitely do it, but. Aye, it's, that's good when the. When so do you doing. find it reward like, do you find it rewarding seeing the girls then progress through? Aye, aye, yeah, I do. Aye, I think the the kind of often the nowadays they're more committed like, or maybe it's not more committed but like you say about the ego, the more listen willing to listen to you. Yeah. And maybe take the way back. They're not really bothered about what they're lifting. Right. They're bothered about doing it well mostly. Do you I think they're not bothered about what nah, they're lifting? I don't. Honestly, do you not? Nah, not in my experience. They're not that. They're not that bothered about it. Right. So there is like slight bit of competitiveness, but I don't feel yeah. like they're like trying to like just chase weight for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I think they've all got a little goals like yeah. in their heads, yeah. and I'm sure they like have a cheeky look at what other people are lifting oh, and yeah. stuff like that. I see them all reading the boards. Yeah. yeah. Because that's actually last night was a conversation with Emily mm. where it was like, did we say something about her? Her body weight in relation to it, wasn't it? No, like about, about her, like she says, I'm crap at this and I'm crap at that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it's because she's looking at what other people yeah, are lifting. Yeah. Even though she ended up doing 37, she did 37 and a half on her bench. And just started, she started on 20. Yeah, on like the bar. About three months ago. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's fucking madman, isn't it? Yeah. That I mean, if I doubled my bench in three months, I'd be kind of happy. Yeah, just a bit. I'd <laughs> 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 be good on, uh, on competition day. Aye. So what, I'd, I'm, and obviously you've, um, you've just been within us, when did you start? January. January coaching, fucking hell, come up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what advice would you give to someone starting out as a coach? Um, that you've got to walk the walk, as well as like, talk the talk, like you have to be able to fit. I think it's massively important that you're physically able to do it yourself as well. Yeah. Like, and like, if you're trying to tell people that they've got to follow the meal plan 100% of the time, like, you better be able to, like, do you know what I mean? Right, and, yeah. Uh, and also just get as much knowledge as you can, like, you can't really ever have enough. Right. Like, just keep reading and trying to learn from other coaches and go and get coached off different people in that as well, I think is a good, is a good thing for experience. Right. Like, just going to take and coaching off other people are online coaching and stuff like that. And like learning how they would do it and then what you would do differently and stuff like that. What books would you recommend then? Um, if you said, because you said reading there. Aye. 
It, may, it would depend, like, that win, the win by like, Dr. James is class, but it's very, very heavy, like. Right, okay. But I feel like, I feel like outside, if you're going into the fitness industry, outside of, like, your qualifications and just what you're interested in, just reading, like, bits of articles or, like, things online and that, you, you really need to be learning about business, don't you? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. you do, yeah, yeah, Business yeah. and marketing. If you're going to be reading, I would read along them lines, really. Right, okay. So outside of you, like, obviously, so the advice would be get your qualifications and all the rest of it. Yeah, and like, and probably pick your own, like, what you like and get really good at it and get, like, a lot of knowledge at it. Right. But most of that would just be from research and learning yourself. But then I would say, like, from going and reading books, I would be trying to learn about business and marketing. Right. Because it's a fucking huge problem. It's massive. It's, it is massive. The, it's like... You can be the best coach in the world if nobody knows about you. It doesn't matter, does it? Yeah, not making any money. So exactly, you're right. hundred percent right. Um, we've been doing the ten X, haven't we, Sarah? Ten X. Get yourself known. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <an> eye roll. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I, I like that. To be fair, what was that book called again? Win. 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 What's the strangest or funniest thing you've seen happen <laughs> since being a coach? <laughs> I've seen some funny things there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything strange, but one of the funniest things was probably when we were doing the assisted dips and the black band slapped Nicola in the lips. Right. <laughs> came, came off her knees and slapped her in the lips. That was hilarious. Oh. And then also, also oh, when... Totally different now. Yeah, fucking uh, <laughs> different lips. Fucking different lips, Sarah. <laughs> and probably when, when Tyler fought us doing a reverse fly, because it was just like, the tube, the tubes just stopped and just like, as soon as he got the contraction, it just came out and it was funny as out like. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the two funniest things off the top of my head. <laughs> I elaborated on this one with Sarah. What's the worst or funniest excuse you've heard? <laughs> um, oh, I can think of one. I can send, I kind of quite remember. I'm sure it was one of Luke's though, not mine. Wasn't the one from Georgia, was it yesterday about our bed sheets? <laughs> no, I didn't no, see that one. <laughs> we've just done it with Sarah. We'll tell you after. <laughs> oh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. There's some corkers though. Right. <laughs> There's always some goodens. Nah, I've kind of, I'm stumped on that off the top of my head. But. What was the one where she said, a rabbit? She didn't come in. Oh no, I remember someone's caravan was full of frogs. <laughs> was it? Someone's caravan was full of frogs, but was it not the same person who said that, um, that a rabbit, she couldn't find a rabbit and she found it in the oven? That was it, wasn't it? It was the same person as the frogs in the caravan. It wasn't dead. The rabbit wasn't dead. Yeah, it wasn't dead. Yeah, yeah. It was just in the oven. Somebody must have put it there. Fucking hell! Yeah, we might have heard a few more, haven't we? I like Paul Stanley's just non-excuses. They're good and say what you say. Can't be asked to do. Yeah. You say, oh, I'm pissed or something like that. They do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But them are better. Yeah, Because at least they're being honest. Is, right? That's the thing. Like yeah. when you get like a war and peace about something and it's like five minutes before the session yeah. starts, it's like, fuck, we're If you nah, feel the need was... to explain yourself that much, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say, well, not it? in. Mm -hmm. we, Tom used to just be, I'm not in. Yeah. That was it. Not even now. And say, like, okay. I know, he just doesn't fucking turn up, does he? <laughs> So what um, significant changes have you seen in the last 10 years? Obviously, you've been training for quite some time. Um, what, what changes have you seen in the fitness industry in the last 10 years? Mm. 
I would say that everybody's, people are a lot more aware of like nutrition now right. than they ever were before. Or definitely where I used to train and that, we all just, everyone just used to just go and train like hard, yeah, as hard as they could. And like, but now everyone's big on nutrition. It's definitely getting bigger. And I would say coaching as well. I would just say it's all just grown massively though, hasn't it? Like, right. I, I feel like when I started out, unless I just wasn't aware of it, but when I started out, everyone just more just trained recreationally. Like, do you know what I mean? I think people like take it a bit more seriously now. There's a lot of people who are like getting online coached and like, or coached and that, and like, that wasn't a thing when I started out really. Why? Oh, yeah, because the internet wasn't around then, Tommy. Aye. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> Aye, it's true. Aye. Or Aye. it wasn't as accessible. I feel like the lockdowns just like really kicked everybody into a bit of a fitness thing, though, didn't it? Really, like I feel right. like it, since then, people have like cared a lot more about the gym and that. Like, it's like a big part of the life. Right. Maybe it's because it's like it, it couldn't get taken away. They couldn't really take away. Like I mean, they did take the gym away, but not like being yeah. fit or doing something. Would you not, like, when we were talking to Josh about that before, do you not think that, though, is because you're in that realm already, that you uh, think you see well, it more? I, that's the thing, it's, like, it's your perception, isn't it? Like, yeah. Obviously, I will think more people get coached now because I'm a coach and like, I only deal yeah, with yeah, people yeah. who are getting coached, but uh, it's funny because then it's the same with like, your social media and your algorithm, it's like what your interview comes up, so, yeah. so it's hard to see, isn't it? I might it's be just cloud is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I, I just think obviously where I've taught you is all, it's, it's like, you think, oh, well, like the, the gyms are doing busier now, mm. but is that not just because some of the gyms have closed down? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And like, there's always been the same amount of people, but it's like more people are going to different places and different places. And, mm -hmm. But then another new gym will open and then, oh, wait, that's packed. But then another gym will close down yeah. type thing. Yeah. I suppose there's probably an element of that as well. And probably the people who we all follow and share are the clients. Yeah. So all we ever see is people getting the steps in, this, yeah. this, this, and this, mm -hmm. this, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Aye. I think probably everybody on any of my pages will all be into fitness in some way. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that like everyone in the world is, does it? <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, the, the, probably, probably the best place to look is just fucking at your supermarket. Yeah. And then have a look. Yeah, right. And I think you'd be surprised, to be fair. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think people have taken it a lot upon themselves since the COVIDs. Um, the fuck? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think people have taken it amongst themselves, done it for themselves. Yeah. Um, especially with the water and stuff like that. But I don't know, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. Yeah, of I suppose whether... when you look around in general society, people aren't just like all fit and healthy, yeah. are because I mean, I know you weren't with us um, when we come back from COVID and that, but the amount of people who were like, I need the gym open, like when he's opening, blah, 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 yeah. blah. I'm not doing the online stuff, but when he's opening. And I'd say 50% of those people who restarted with us mm -hmm. have all fucking left again. Yeah. Like Aye, the, the, it got took away like from what, this, so they wanted it. Have. And yeah. they wouldn't do the online stuff. Mm -hmm. But now they're still just not doing anything again yeah but if we went into see another lockdown which hopefully we never will but like yeah. if that ever happened again they'd be the first to squawk about it mm -hmm. aye yeah 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 what did you do in the lockdowns for training wise <laughs> i made weights out of concrete and that me i did i was i, I was pre i was prepping <laughs> i was prepping for a competition so on the first lockdown i trained with what i had which was like a few bits of weights and barbells and that. And then I came back 
and uh, went to Spartan for a bit and signed up for like my first powerlifting competition. And then we got locked back down again and I just like didn't have enough weight. So I just, right. I just mazed the discs out of air. Uh, Concrete and like reinforced steel. Did you? Uh, 20, 20 kilo plates, so mint as well, you know. I got up like 160k with them. Out of Flintstones, weight? Aye. Uh, 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 there's, there's loads of videos kicking about, I think, I think on their page. Right. It's like with like, tie, like a tire on each side, then three concrete plates, and then all the little metal fives at the end. Aye. Uh, because like, I was like literally prepping, but it was easy though, because I was like thinking, I know like probably what, 50% of the people who are in this competition probably aren't training. The gyms yeah, are only yeah. shut for four weeks. They're probably like, oh wait, what can you do? So right. what, every day that I go out and do something, I'm like a step ahead uh, of them all really, aren't I? Mint. So just motivated just like that really. Fucking right. What's um, the changes? Um, what do you say is the common trends within the fitness industry? Hmm. I think functional fitness is like, coming around a bit like right now like just I think I feel like again unless it's just what I'm seeing but I feel like people are kind of they've done like the thing of like where we've had that big trend of bodybuilding and everyone's like all the young'uns on like training and all that mm -hmm. and then now it's kind of as if like they've all tried that and realized that it's not great for the health and like the joints are hurting and stuff like that yeah, and a lot yeah, of people yeah. are just like seems like they're just wanting to like I think I heard Sarah mention about that as well just like now nah, just generally be well in life right like be able to move good and like yeah. be fit and stuff like that that's what i'm seeing a bit of anyway i think that could be coming it's a what it's a buzzword it's a buzzword functional fitness it is it, like so me, we, me and sarah always think of it just another buzzword mm. right, With, it's just the same thing again isn't it really? yeah it, it, it's like uh how's it fucking how i would just say it it's like it's like you like Weightlifting, mm. it doesn't sound. Yeah, it's just weightlifting, yeah. and then people associate with bodybuilding, steroids, blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a scary thought, and it's like um, you step aerobics class, but then you've got functional fitness. Yeah, this is to make you move better. Blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, even though it's been around for ages, yeah, and it got labelled that however many years ago. And it is like people use it to an advantage, like to, to try and sell yeah. what basically, I'm not going to say yeah. circuits, but do, right. do, do you know what I mean? It's just like overall fitness, though, yeah. isn't it? Like just say a bit of everything kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, would, I would say, it, I, I see it, I think it's becoming more popular, mm. but I think it's because I see more people doing high rocks. Yeah. Yeah. That's do you see that's that come what's, up? That's yeah. what's made me think that as well. Because I think that that's like accessible like in a way, do you know what I mean? Very. That makes like, it's going to make more people more, like know that they can do it, do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Because anybody can kind of thing, like, it's, that's the idea of it, isn't it, really? Because it, it is, it's like we went through a stage of the, what, what they're called, the Tough Mudders. Aye. So yeah. that was quite accessible. Yeah. But, but prior to that, it was CrossFit. Wait, exactly. And like that, when I was reading about that high rock, so I think that's like what the idea of it was. Like they just basically took like the Olympic lifts out. Yeah. So like you didn't have to like have really good technical skill to do it. Yeah, do yeah, you know yeah. Because I mean, yeah. I mean the, the CrossFit event itself isn't that bad on paper. Yeah. I mean, there's the running elements. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, I, I know they probably changed them, but the last event, what I seen was like a one kilometer run sled push something mm -hmm. like that what we were going to set up for the carnage yeah. originally uh, for the carnage games and what i think i've seen probably over the years myself is the crossfit 
it was accessible. They tried to sell it to us as the new boot, boot camp on steroids. Mm -hmm. That's what it was sort of classed when it first came out over here. And then that slowly died and then people got more into the Tough Mudders, which was accessible for people wanting to not run and mm -hmm. do a little bit more obstacles. And then that's turned into now High Rocks where CrossFit's on a bit of a decline. Yeah. But it's accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're not like outside getting covered in mud and that. It's all indoors, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And I, like I've seen, like, well, I, I, we, I, we had a look at it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I think. And I'd, I'd probably do it. I would, I would. I, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, you can do it in like teams of four and that as well. So you yeah. only have to do like a couple of events each and that. So it's like... As long as you do the run bit together. Aye. Oh, is it? Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So we'll not have fat pants with us. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a good runner. Would I? <laughs> um, sweet. So last one then, Tommy. Um, what's your current goals? Well, yeah, I think, like I said earlier, I'm just trying to get massive now. <laughs> right. Try, just kind of trying to hide as much size and strength on as I can. Probably for like over a year, really. Are you? Uh, I'll probably compete in December and just be as big and as strong as I've ever been, hopefully. How are you going to be accountable to that then? Well, just, <laughs> I don't know, just by eating. I'm, I just need to eat my meals, basically. It's that I need to be prepared. Like, that's my thing. Because right. obviously I'm so busy all the time. I need to be prepared, like... Okay. But I've got to, I, I am on that at the minute, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, really. Because I'm going to hold you to this every time we do one of these. So you've said from up to December getting massive, you're going to be accountable to Sarah each week on the app. Is that what you said? <laughs> Is that? <laughs> do you reckon that should, that should be it? I, I would help. I would yeah. Help. Well, how not? What? If he doesn't hand his charts in on a weekend, then like... What, he doesn't get paid? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if you, like, that's part of the habits book, isn't it? Like, if, you wanna, if you're really going to do something, make it so stupid that you have to do it. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, what's oh, the... Oh, aye, because that worked with the trainer's promise that you made everyone mate with, yeah? I'm sure about four people you were kind of trainers. <laughs> Three. Twice. <laughs> Um, no, because what's the story in that bit where one guy said to his personal trainer, if I don't check me my fitness pal every day with you, you get $50 every time I don't check in with you. And um, if, if I don't hit me protein goal or something like that, you get another $150, wrote a massive contract yeah. up. I mean, that will work though, won't it, really? Well, why are you not getting paid? Aye, because you're just like, well, <laughs> when you're like, oh, I can't be asked to track it, you're like, it's going to cost us 50 quid though. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there we go, he's going to check in with you, Sarah, every week, <laughs> once we've got this new app up and running. That's it. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.